all carry unique histories and unseen feelings that, if acknowledged, might help us to bridge our differences. Welcome to Sidewalk Ghosts with Richard Radstone, short, open-hearted stories that reveal the wisdom and vulnerabilities of unique strangers and confirm just how much our individual influence has upon the world we share. Everyone's searching for the next best thing, the next best group, the top pedestal. It's kind of frustrating. I'm being myself, but the world hates me because I'm being myself. Be you, but don't be you. Separate yourself, but join together, and so you don't know what route to take. And it's weird. Everything's being compared now, where everyone's like, don't compare yourself with others, but everyone is doing it. And so you get a world of everybody comparing each other. You say, I need to be better than this guy because you're comparing, or I need to be better than this guy. Where in reality, it's who knows if you're better in, in any situation, but everyone wants that validation to be the best person they can be. But it's, it's all mixed up right now. So I think in a confusion state, we get so lost in comparing ourselves to other people, we forget to think about ourselves and where we're at and what we've accomplished. Because I do it all the time. Because obviously comparison is good in some sense. So do you compare yourself? Do you not compare yourself? But then you actually sit back and take a second to realize all that you are doing. It's like, holy cow, this is so cool. This is amazing. An electrician by trade, he is smart, fit, and calm. A young man of manners and intelligence who, at the age of 22, walks with a perspective far beyond his years. They say, be you, but don't be you, he elaborates as he speaks of a world full of comparisons. A world that, in his words, is all mixed up right now. And as we talked about the good and the bad of growing in this era, and of what success means, I thought back to my first years of independence, toward the expectations that were placed upon me, toward the pressures I self-inflicted, and toward the dreams I cried for. And as I refocused back to the mirror of who I am now, I must admit that although now 40 years wiser, I'm still the same imperfect person in the ways I navigate my versions of success and comparison. And as I reflected on what he calls both confusing and amazing, I found myself needing to lean on him. So I asked my new friend and today's guest on Sidewalk Ghosts, Cutter, how would you define success? I don't know, success is, it's personal, but it's also social. It's kind of like trying to explain to someone in a different language what they're looking at, but no one knows when you're successful. If I make $80,000 a year, am I successful now? If I am content in life, am I successful now? Yeah, you just, there's no definition. Well, yeah, there's a definition, but in reality, what defines your success? That's the scary part is it's a chase for success, but what's success? Do you consider yourself successful now, or are you still waiting for the validation to call it success, or is success just something we throw out there to shoot for and never get? Like, what do you call successful? Cutter throws us a few thoughtful starting points to consider in defining success. Ideas reasonable to use as bouncing points to govern conversations, resumes, and even soapboxes. But per the internal dialogues we each harbor as we seek our own versions of validation, direction, 
or perhaps even our deepest peace? Well, Cutter reframes as he speaks of one of our modern day conveniences. It could be said with most people is social media can be a great thing. We've seen it used with businesses, we've seen it used with people getting their kind of social movement out there, which is fantastic. By all means, do it, that's great. But also it's the, in my book, it's the worst thing in my life right now. And it's so hard just shutting it off because you wanna stay in contact with everybody, you wanna see what everybody's up to, but at the same time, you see way too much. You see all these people that are super successful at young ages, you see these people that are the same age way ahead of you, where you want to be, and we don't know the backstory, so it's funny on the Instagram, it's all cool stuff, brand new home, brand new this, great company, but you actually learn to know the people suffering from debt, unhappy, maybe a horrible marriage. You don't see any of these things that social media just covers up because everybody puts on a smiling face for the camera. Social media, by far can be the greatest tool and it can be the worst tool. Because you see all the success on there. It may not be success, it may be success, but you see all these people that are just, look like they're living happy lives. They look like they're living great. They're, they have money, they have happiness, they have everything in life you could want. But in reality, most of the times it's not that. It's not always rainbows and butterflies. I've seen it countless times the posts, the feeds, and all forms of content from distant viewers and with profound resonance grow and fall by gregarious comments, likes, dislikes, and shares. Non-audible words and opinions that, as they vicariously take down or raise the value of the originator, have the strength to crush or immortalize both the best and worst of authors. Free and easy posts, stories, and links that driven by algorithms and data and with no human form step forward to accelerate the comparisons that tempt us to gauge our success or self-worth. And per those rainbows and butterflies Cutter speaks of, just how do we see past them? A question I wish I had a clear-cut answer to share, but subjective and very personal the topic truly is. Yet there is one thing I know for sure. The more we pause to reflect, the more we still our intellects, the more we look past the emotional baggage we carry within, and the more we listen beyond the noise and accepting the smaller voice that lives in all of us, perhaps a different form of navigation might come into view. Cutter elaborates. It takes the backstory. You don't know the backstory. So maybe they had abusive relationships when they were young and it turned them into the person they are today. And it's not all just self-inflicted. That's, that's what nobody knows. And we make all those judgments and and probably end up saying the wrong thing to the wrong person because they couldn't control the actions that happened from someone else. And I don't think we take that into consideration enough. So it's it goes back to the respect of respect their space, but at the same time, you can try to approach them and connect with them on some level. Maybe they look like the scariest dude ever, but they're really a teddy bear and they're awesome. Or maybe they look scary and they are scary. You're not gonna connect with every single person you see. There's billions of people on the earth and there's a lot of people that really don't like other people. It's kind of play by ear, I guess, is, is you do you as you normally would and if it scares you, then you just keep walking. It's really tough because you wanna see the good in everyone and there are some great people out there, there's some really bad people out there. 
but I mean, you, as long as you're your genuine self, you kind of get the vibe of the atmosphere of what's going on. It's like, okay, I might be in danger physically, so I'm just gonna keep walking my way down the road. By no means is Cutter asking us to bury our heads in the sands of Kumbaya or advising us to live a romanticized view of humanity. Nor is he telling us to become martyrs to a cause or executioners of the unacceptable. For Cutter calls it as it is. There's some great people out there and there's some really bad people out there, he says. Yet in his observation and past the pull to step back into the shelters of real world disengagement and in rejecting the pressures to live within the barriers of mobile applications, he instead suggests perhaps an all too simple starting point. I smiled the guy at the at Home Depot. I was at Home Depot, smiled at the guy, he smiled back. I was like, that was genuine. I like that. It's amazing what a, what a simple smile can do or a glance. And it doesn't have to be anything big. We're always taught just the small stuff, and the small stuff can be the biggest game changer. So when I'm having a horrible day and somebody comes up and says, hey, how are you doing? I was like, actually, this is good. I needed this. Everybody needs a little pick-me-up, and, and that human interaction is where they get the pick-me-up. So if we go about just ignoring each other all day long, we have millions of people we run into every day, and you don't talk to a single one of them, then where's the pick-me-up? Like, where's, where's life? There's no life and no interaction. Where I think we're so caught up on life's moving so fast and technology and the next best thing that we forget to live. But life is about the interaction and the people you meet, the relationships you build. So. Or is life if you don't have those? There's no life in no interaction. And it's amazing what a simple smile can do, or a glance, Cutter says as he builds a call to action. That being, everybody needs a little pick-me-up. A nice sentiment, but really, why should we do that? Especially when we are working to manage the difficult stuff in our own lives. And to top that off, what about all the conflict the media tends to push our way? Much of it true happenings, that joined by the justifiable fears projected by the non-ethical or even the evil-minded. How can we find the perspective to look into our neighbor's eyes? Back to Cutter. Looking past all the negatives and only seeing positives. Um, because I've, I've, in my personal life, done a lot of dumb things, made a lot of poor decisions. But so when somebody can see past that and still be on your side in your corner, you can always go to them. That's, that's what I think love is. Whether you did X, Y, and Z, and it was worst decision you could have made, but somebody says, I'm there for you, that's love. When you go a complete opposite path as everyone else, and the world may be looking at you as some idiot, and you still have people in your corner, yeah, that's love. When you always have those people you can rely on. Because through thick and thin, they're always there. Whether I make the world's dumbest decision or whether I make the world's best decision. So I think looking past anything negative in someone and seeing all of the positive. Because I think we focus, nowadays we focus way too much on negative, negative, negative. So Person A could be the most genuine person. They could be all these great things, but they do one negative thing in their life and that's what everybody focuses on. Um, the more you sit down and talk with people and learn about them, the more you love them. 
and the more you connect with them and kind of bringing the world together one piece by piece. It's fun. It's fun learning the backstory of everyone instead of just looking at faces. And it's cool. So life's always a question and you're never going to know the answers to everything. But you can try. Cutter, it was a joy speaking with you and thanks for all the words you shared. And I hope it truly does touch the heart of someone out there. Again, a pleasure to spend time with you. So, as always, if any of you would like to share your story or be featured on Sidewalk Ghosts, please go to my website, sidewalkghosts.com. Go to the podcast page. On that page, you're going to find a form. Fill it out. Send me some information about yourself or even email me. I'll get back to you. We'll see what we can do to get you on the show. Everyone always says, I don't have anything to share, but you really do. So reach out to me. Let's let your words and your experiences touch the hearts of others. The Patreon site's still active, patreon.com forward slash sidewalk ghosts. Your support goes a long way in helping me to make this become a weekly series. So every $1, $2, $3 makes a big difference in growing the impact of sidewalk ghosts. And please never forget, your individual impact truly does matter to someone else in the world. <laughs>